This for my niggas up north getting full off that Jack Mac. First smack back, got a nigga to back smack. Yeah! Don't want DeMarco. No, I'm gonna take it. We're gonna take that from the top again. Oh, I'm bro. You good, bro. <laughs> Oh shit! I was like, "That's cool though." I got be, I got be loose. Right? Yeah, that's cool. All right, three, two, one. Yo, what is good, ladies and gentlemen? The team is back. The crew, as you know, who triangle offense, man, hardest working podcast in the game. Back with more pro basketball content. Just kicked off a new season, and you know the boys. You know who the crew is, man. It's your boy, Young Frost, aka Froster Damas. And I can't do it without my crew. You know who they be. Chee-chee-chee. You know who it is, y'all. It's your boy, Apollo Tweet. I'm out this bitch. I like that one, bro. Hey, I fucks with that one, bro. Hey, <laughs> Apollo man. Tweet, I like it. I like it. I like that one, man. Shout out to, out. Yes, sir. Shout out to Q, man, our super producer, man. Yes, Good sir. To be with us here tonight, man. But he obviously, man, still working on his grand enterprise scheme that he's working on right now, man. That dude got more jobs than Nick Cannon out here, my boy. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but got to respect the hustle and the grind, man. That's what we all about out here, man. So, but nonetheless, pro basketball, opening night, man, just wrapped up, man. And uh, wild, uh, wild couple of first games, man. I, I will say I did not expect either outcome from either game, but this is the NBA, man. You either got to be ready at all times or you will get cooked at all times, pretty much, man. But, um. We're going to start with the Nets and the Bucks, man. The Bucks surprisingly pulled out a, um, a pretty convincing victory against the Nets, to say the least. Um, but what was your take on the opening night, man? Big game one between the Nets and the Bucks. Man, I'm going to start with love. I like how Giannis is becoming more of a playmaker, bro. That was dope to me. You know what I mean? Because he, he gets all the attention. From everybody on the court, you know what I mean? From the players, from the coaches, the referees. Like, dog, this is where I'm going to hate a little bit. Man, I've never seen, like, he gets every call in the world. (laughs) It's crazy. It's kind of crazy, bro. Some of it's just, but a lot of it isn't, bro. And it just slows the whole game down. That shit is trash. But on the other side of the uh, coin, the Brooklyn Nets, bro. KD was spazzing. He started off slow. Mm-hmm. I actually watched this game. James Harden was kind of like lackadaisical, just throwing weird ass passes all over the place. <laughs> that shit was crazy. That shit was crazy. He had a couple dope ass step back threes, though. Um, uh, B- Blake bought out. Mm hmm. Claxton's free throws are hilarious to me. I just Jeez. learned that. I, I, didn't, free throw, my boy. I didn't even realize it before. That's hilarious, bro. Yeah, definitely go go gadget free throw, man. That's facts. <laughs> I don't know if man. it's like as bad as Sean Marion or Bill Cartwright as far as like bad releases or just like looking janky, but you know. Eh. Carl Landry. Oh, I forgot about Carl Landry. <laughs> Man, you just brought back 2K nightmares with that yeah. one. <laughs> but yeah, man. Uh, it was a good game, though. I agree. I agree, man. It was definitely a good game. Um, I don't think the final score really kind of told the full tale of the tape. Um, what got me, though, man, was, you know, the gut buck still pulling it out. Minus Drew Holiday, man, because I'm thinking like, all right, no P.J. Tucker. That's clearly going to impact their defense to some capacity because he's gone now with the Miami Heat and Losing Drew Holiday, uh, hopefully it's a minor injury, nothing major, out the gate. Um, I was kind of shocked at the outcome of the game, man. But, you know, like you said, KD balled out, you know, uh, dropped 32 and 11 at double-double. I'm still kind of, you know, wondering what was going on with James Harden, even though that was a wonky game. Still damn near had a triple-double out there. Um, Patty Mills surprisingly had a quiet 21 off the bench, man. He was Uh, spazzing. He was spazzing. That dude's just a hooper, bro. Like, I mean, I know people like a lot of like guys that come out the Spurs system gets knocks, man. But Patty Mills is just one of them dudes. Like, you plug him in, bro. He's gonna fit. Period. For real, bro. <laughs> he's know? gonna be a real good addition to the team. For sure, man. For sure. Um, and apparently, there's still an APB out for Joe Harris's jump shot. Um, 
Oh, yeah. don't do that, man. I don't like it right. when somebody's right. consistent so long and then they have one little down, like, now Now this is the new... Like, don't let that define him, bro. He's a, he's a shooter. Him. I mean, he's a shooter, but hey, bro, he had a whole summer off and a full preseason. Where is the jump shot? <laughs> oh, don't do this. It's the first to. game. I, I don't care. Oh, man. Hey, man. Hashtag shooters go shoot. Find your damn stroke. It's still an APB off that best jump shot, bro. Like, hey, Jesus. Bro. Maybe, maybe, maybe it's playing against the Bucks or something, bro. I don't get it, man. He going to find it. I know it's playing against the Bucks for James Harden, bro, <laughs> because him and Giannis got beef. Yeah, I, I, you know, I forgot all about that, man. That's a damn good point you just brought up there. That they definitely have that historic beef, and I think that does factor into how they play against each other. Because Giannis gets up for that game, and James Harden, I just feel like, uh, you know, yeah. but I'm not, I'm not gonna totally throw Harden under the bus, like he said. He's still trying to, you know, make sure he's 100 percent healthy and really get his legs like truly back under him. And I can understand that, given the amount of time he practically missed you know, in the back end of last season. And really, he was kind of a non-factor in the playoffs, even when he did come back. He did came back. So it's like, I get it. You're still trying to find your, your rhythm. So, I mean, I expect better out of Harden come midseason as far as, like, you know, you know, getting the timing down, getting rid of the Aaron passes, having chemistry with some of the new pieces. Yeah. Um, and, bro, they got to do something with this Blake Griffin defender Giannis, bro. Like, I, I don't what, – what is that about? They gotta stop that, man. That's not that's not going to work. <laughs> but only, at the same time, go ahead. The only plus I was gonna say is Giannis can't just like bully him though. It was kind of going up against a brick wall, but he was still getting every call in the world, so it didn't make it didn't make a difference, bro. Yeah, but at the same time, I mean, my also take is like, where are you gonna go? I mean, you could throw the rant on him, but that's gonna run to him the risk of getting in foul trouble. And having Fact. to overwork on both sides of the rock, so it's like, well, what do you do? You know, you have, you have to throw a big body on him to keep him out the paint, force him to shoot. But did this dude keep knocking down jump shots, my boy? Uh-oh. <laughs> Some of them jump shots were still ugly as shit, but... Right. <laughs> Again, we, we suffered through over a decade of Sean Marion and Kevin Martin jacking up, you know, ugly jump shots. I mean, you know, I wouldn't rule that. You know, Paul Pierce's robotic jump shot. You know. Hey man, but they wasn't clanking the front of the rim type <laughs> shit. But that's just me. No hate, I man. promise. One other thing <laughs> I like wanted to mention mm-hmm. is that I feel like the Kyrie bullshit really like took away some of their steam for the for like sure, man. any sure. enthusiasm they had for the opening night. Like it's mm-hmm. all about the bullshit. And that's Unfortun- yeah, and that and that's gonna be something that's just not gonna go away, unfortunately. With the questions, with the you know, like it's it's one thing to like have to answer those. It's another thing for like them to keep pulling and keep asking the same shit over and over. And we're like, there's nothing new. We told y'all the answer. Why are y'all still asking this? He's not here. Can't do nothing about him not being here. He has to make a decision for himself. But like, no matter how much they downplay it or evade it, it's going to, it's going to be a cloud that hangs over their season until he comes back or. If they know for sure he's not coming back, man, it's like one way or another, they got to find a way to move on one way or another. That's real. Yeah, so, I mean, I just, I hope that he does, like, make it back, bro, because if not, man, like, I, I think as far as them assembled, that's it. I think he's gone. The Nets are already on the record now for officially saying um, they're not extending him. A, they're not giving him an extension at this point. So it's like, it's do or die, bro. Like, one way or another, I think that dude's done in Brooklyn after this season. Man, it's so fucking disappointing how it went yeah. after Cleveland, bro. Yeah, man, it's it's sad, man, because you know, like we, like ever since, really, ever since they won that title, man, like he had a solid season the next season. But even then, like you know, he was getting the blame for you know, like you know, them falling short in the finals to some capacity, and then he wanted out. I'm just like, man, like. Dog, like, and then, like, obviously, you already know I've been harping on that Boston situation until times got better. And then, really, so far, it's been somewhat of a disappointing campaign in Brooklyn. Hasn't That's... played a full season yet. You know, I mean, in my opinion, got a coach fired. Got basically was the driving force behind their young core getting blown to hell and back. So, it's like, something's got to give, bro. And I know and I know for a fact that the Nets brass is thinking about that when it comes time to pay this dude. It's like, 
we sacrificed everything, bro, to put this team together with you being the driving force behind it because we don't get KD unless you're here. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's and crazy. James Harden. It's like, damn, but, like, we put this all here, and now all of a sudden it's, that that's the that's the conundrum, bro. It's not about him getting vaccinated or choosing not to. It's it's what they've committed to him, and it's like, damn, we're giving you all this, and, like, you can't give us this back in return, you know? When, it's crazy. Point, that's going to be enough. <laughs> Facts. Yeah, so at some point, man, enough's got to be enough. You got to close ranks and move on. I mean, you can't you can't pay a guy $35 million, man, just to, like, be unreliable. And that's really the one, you know, the the – Clear, uncut, like unbiased, non-hating facts. They're paying us to thirty-five million for him now. At this point, not to be available, you know, regardless of the circumstances. That's the, he's choosing not to play because he could. Man, that nigga seen the last dance and how Dennis Rodman was moving. He was like, <laughs> "Oh shit!" Right, right. He's <laughs> <laughs> partying in Vegas and wrestling with philanthropy. With no, which no shade, respect everything he does philanthropy wise. Facts. You know what I mean. Um, and the selflessness he shows off the court is just my thing. Is I question his commitment to his primary craft because without this, he can't do the other things that he's he's doing off the court. You know what I mean. But plus, don't be a mark, bro. You're exactly. too dope. He's too dope, bro. Mm-hmm. When you, I just watched like the top twenty five. Crossovers he had on YouTube, bro. Shit's mm-hmm. insane, bro. It's insane. The shit he does on the court is crazy, and then you're just robbing us of that for no, not no reason, but no reason that you're giving us. Like at least explain what's going on. Mm-hmm. And that's it. That's that's really like it. Be 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 honest. Be transparent. Don't be on the cloak and dagger shit. Like the shit that he pulled off season where he got caught. You know, at the party, violating protocol. Like, don't be on this, you know, double O Negro stuff, bro. Like, just be straight up about it. It's crazy. You know, it's, it's 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 almost like where that brilliance, you know, outweighs like what you know what he's known for, what we know him to be. So I don't know, man. Kyrie got to get it together, man. I hope that we see him this season. I really want to see everybody at full strength, man, regardless of injuries and. Personal beliefs and off the court beefs, man. I want I want a fully loaded NBA season. You know what I'm saying? Facts. Yes, sir. Well, we're gonna switch gears, man, and um go to the uh game. This another surprising outcome, man. We got Golden State Warriors, man. Um, not fully assembled together back yet, just quite, but took on the Los Angeles Lakers, man. And obviously this is the debut of Russell Westbrook and the newly assembled, newly reconstructed Lakers, you know. Um Surprising outcome, man. Even though the Lakers did not beat them in the preseason in the games they did play, but Golden State guts out a 121-114 victory against the Lake Show. And um I I'm not gonna cap, bro. As much as it pains me to say this, I think I Curry Curry might be the front runner for MVP, bro. He I just was might saying, be. bro. He just might be, bro. Like it it's it, I mean, a triple double, you know, like you're not fully assembled. The team's not fully assembled yet. Like, this dude's not known for getting triple doubles, bro. But at all, that was only his eighth in his career. Yeah, he yeah, right. He's not over getting triple doubles. But for him to go out and do that, man, on opening night on the yeah. road in LA, you know, still shorthanded, man. This dude, this dude's ready to ball this bro. season, man. And it finally looks like at least he's got some help that ain't named Clay Thompson on that roster, too. You know. That's big facts. But what was I about to say? Also, after scoring 41 in a preseason game, bro. Jeez. Like, he's just spazzing for no reason. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, he's, he's ready to ball, bro. Dude already looks like he's in midseason form, even and though then, he had me cracking up talking about he played like trash. I'm like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, George. Hey, bro. <laughs> but, nah, I wanted to – uh respond to your surprising outcome statement. It wasn't surprising to me on two levels. First one is I knew Steph is going to try to spaz. You know what I mean? Just to remind yeah. people, like, bro, I won the scoring title last year. I should have won the MVP. And this year, I'm going to do the same, bro. I think if he stays healthy, he's really going to do that shit again. And then two, 
It's um damn, I really lost my train of thought just that quick. Two is because of the media cycle, bro. Yeah. Everybody, if we we seeing all the moves the Lakers making, everybody's right. geek. Everybody got them as favorites for the title. And then if they lose opening night, now all the analysts can jump out the window and act like, is there something wrong? Should they run with a different lineup? What's going on? Should they fire this coach? All the bullshit they do. So I think that that's like, I could see that kind of coming. Pause. Mm-hmm. That was weird. But, um, <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, bro. No, nah, I mean, I, I'm, I'm in agreement with you there, I mean. And also, not to mention, I mean, the Lakers still have a lot of new pieces that still need to figure out, like, and get, you know, figure out their spots, man, get their timing down. And um, they still got a lot of chemistry to build. Unlike this Warriors team, a lot of those young guys that's done took their lumps over the past two seasons, you know, playing, you know, getting all those major minutes, like the Jordan Pools of the world. Facts, facts. You know what I mean? Like, uh, you know, Kevon Looney, even though he didn't play a lot of minutes, you know, but just th- them knowing the system, playing having, you know, Andrew Wiggins, you know, chipping in small points here and there. Uh, Damian Lee been around for a minute. Uh, you know, th- those young guys now finally, you know, are, are coming into their own and providing quality support. Like, I, I just, right now, man, for me, like, I know I'm kind of, I might be jumping on the hype beast tramp bandwagon, but I think it's validated. Jordan Poole's an early candidate for most approved player, bro. Like, I, I very, he's very live to win that award. I, I mean, it's going to be tough for somebody to like, take that away from him unless somebody just has an out-of-body experience because he he's like the shining example of that so far. <laughs> like, hey, if he keeps playing how he's playing, I got to agree with you. Also, mm-hmm. man, Iggy coming back, bro. Huge, huge he, pickup, bro. Yeah, bro. He played dope as hell. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. just another defensive like lockdown nigga to go with uh, mm-hmm. Draymond. Yeah, and the thing about it is he knows the system. He's played with these guys before. It's probably just like getting up riding a bike, man. I mean, you don't you don't play that much basketball with the same group of guys and you just forget how to play all of a sudden, man. It's real tough. You know what I mean? And you don't he doesn't have to play heavy minutes. Um and another guy I like that they picked up, man, I thought gave them quality minutes. Um he's he's not a well known player, but I think based on the way that they play, he's gonna give them very good quality minutes, man. And it's the manja Bailita. Uh, dude, shockingly had a double double against that front line, and I'm like, well, 15 and 11, where did this come from? But yeah. the dude, the dude, and again, not a household name, but um, productive stretch, journeyman stretch four, stretch five kind of built, uh, you know, player, he can do that in the right system, and I think he's gonna be one of those guys that the Warriors pull, bring them into the system, and unlike some of these, you know, bigs from yesterday that they've had, the loonies, the zealies, and the Bogut's of the world. This dude's going to give them a different dynamic they haven't had ever as far as, like, you know, bigs goes. Like, having that stretch guy that can just basically fit that system and provide spacing and opening up lanes is going to help big time, you know, especially with a guy like – it's going to take the pressure off the Draymond Greens of the world. Now it's, now it's like now you can – you don't have to worry about pulling, bro. Like, now we got, like, more quality shooters and guys that can stretch the floor and also help you in the paint. Real so. shit. Yeah, man, he was balling. But um, I wanted to give the Lakers some props, bro. AD looked crazy. LeBron shot. And LeBron's shot was looking insane in the beginning (laughs) of the game. But once they started slipping behind, he started shooting outrageous. But nah, man, he's looking like a sniper now. now, You know what I mean? You're right, man. And the thing about it is, bro, like his shot is just – you got to give LeBron credit, bro. Like, LeBron has consistently improved that shot through the years. I don't know if I could give him, like, sharpshooter-like credibility just yet, but the, the, like you said, the dude's a sniper. He can bro. he can, he can can launch that joker off the dribble, catch and shoot. Bro. Like, that shot's smooth now, bro. <laughs> and then spin fade, bro. That shit is automatic, bro. And then that play, that one play where on the fast break, Baysmore dropped it by, like behind his back to LeBron, mm-hmm. and LeBron just tapped it up to AD, and AD mm-hmm. just caught it for the oop. I was like, bro, if they get back to some shit like this, that's mm-hmm. reminiscent of the Heat days, bro. Very and it's, much so. it's over in the open court, then, bro. Yeah, man, like that. Bottom line, this might be the most dangerous, like, like fast break team out there right now. Period, bro. Like, Jeez. I, know, I know a lot of people give credit to like Giannis and you know the Dames and all that, bro. But I'm like, man, you got to deal with Bron, 
Russ, AD, I mean, Baysmore's proven capable of being able to help, like, you know, facilitate that stuff, bro. I mean, yeah. then you got Dwight, and I know DeAndre Jordan's not what he used to be, but he can still finish around the hoop. Like, bro. man, that's a dangerous team in transition. Facts. Very dangerous. But, um, yeah, it's game one. You know, I'm not going to hit the panic button just yet. Um, on them, uh, everybody's just got to find their spots, man. Like I, they were definitely top heavy as far as like leaning on Bron and AD, but the other guys are just got to find their rhythm and get going, man. Um, and we got to see what happens. Uh, but definitely, definitely a lot of basketball left. Um, I was, I mean, I was still impressed with them. Warriors were just hitting on all cylinders, man. And it just, it just looked like a team that's like been playing together for longer and it just had the better continuity versus like the Lakers, man. So. Real talk. Yeah, so it's going to be interesting to see how this all plays out, man, for sure. But interesting opening night. Um, Definitely was entertained. Nobody let me down necessarily <laughs> on opening night. Besides Marlando Magic, they got steamrolled by the uh <laughs> And that was just kind of a firm reminder that it's going to be a long season. You are crazy, I, I, bro. It hurt, bro. I just, like, I just casually tuned in, bro, and I was just like, Oh, 71 man. to 94. Like, dude, I hate it here. Gosh, man. Like, I felt, I felt like a Browns fan from like 10 years ago, bro. Like, geez. Like, oh. that shit is crazy. I mean, we get a number one pick out of it, so be it, bro. But I just want them to fight every night at least, man. Like, damn. Like, just at least pinch the bitch. That's crazy. <laughs> She's like, oh. Okay, bro. But. Nonetheless, it was a great open tonight, man. I was definitely, definitely glad to see basketball was back for sure. Yes, sir. Man, but um, we're gonna switch gears here, and um, obviously the big elephant in the room, as far as uh, <laughs> the sock that just won't end. Um, Ben Simmons, bro, like right, right when you thought the the show couldn't get shittier, <laughs> my, my man showed up to practice. Uh, apparently was going through the motions and Doc Rivers said, you know, hey, something for a drill, Ben said, fuck out of here about doing it. And he gets thrown out of practice and suspended. Like, what the hell is going on, bro? <laughs> man, oh. I'm sick of talking about this nigga, man. <laughs> oh, go because of that, so the aspect we're talking about this dude it's crazy to me. Like everything this offseason has been about him. Like he just bought out last season. <laughs> and it's so crazy to me, bro. Yeah. It's I, like, I, <laughs> why are they letting him act like this? <laughs> hey man, that's the cost of doing business, man. Cause again, like just like it's like I said. Before, just like just as bad as it's his fault, it's Philly's fault too. They they their hands are not their hands are not clean in this scenario, bro. At all, and, bro. And you're gonna call me crazy for this, bro. I slightly, slightly feel sorry for Ben Simmons in this in this regard, bro. Here's here's why I say this: no hot takes, no Skip Bayless shit. I'm gonna drop here, but this these are cold hard facts. We all know Ben Simmons wet. He pissed on his leg. He wet the bed. We know this, bro. We we saw the, the miss dunk. We have seen the plays. You know, bypassing up shots. You know, scared to shoot. Blah 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 blah. But in the moment of truth, you lose Game Seven. Should have beat the Hawks. Should have beat the Hawks. I mean, the Hawks should, shouldn't even win these seven games. I think that Philly was capable of putting them out in you know five or six games, but that didn't happen. Yeah. Um. In the moment of truth, bro, when you are a part of a team, and you and I know from competing and doing stuff with groups and teams throughout, you know, throughout the years, when you're a part of a team, when it goes bad and the world's against you, you got to pick your brother up in the moment. And what this situation has shown me is what a lot of people, shout out to Jay Williams. I know he usually doesn't have the best takes, but he's been saying it for years. Joel Embiid don't rock with Ben Simmons like that, bro. He just doesn't. He does not, period. So when I say that, they had the opportunity to, like, show unity and, like, prevent this shit from escalating, and they basically pour gas on a fire that was already set ablaze. 
Doc Rivers with the interview question. We've seen it. Don't need to rehash that. Joel Embiid ain't mince words every time he's been asked about this shit, bro, period. He flat out threw Ben Simmons underneath the bus, bro, when he had the opportunity to somewhat stop this thing from escalating and stop it from getting to this point. Now, I don't know if in his case, if it was malicious or if he was like, you know what, this is the opportunity for me to seize control of the situation and make it my team. I'm going for it. I mean, he might have, because I rule nothing out with Joel Embiid. But your boy said, I think this game turned on that play that we've all seen a thousand and one times on the passed up dunk. And we could have took control of that. And, you know, we only got one free throw out of it. That was a direct shot of Ben Simmons, bro. This is supposed to be your bro. Y'all supposed to be like, you know, lockstep on the same page leading the team. And in the moment of truth, bro, Joel, basically, I know, I know we, we gave him credit for keeping it real because it needed to be said, but not to the media. That that's some shit you say behind closed doors. You don't say that to the media, bro. And in that moment right there is where Ben Simmons went nuclear. I don't think it was a buildup. I think that they could have got past it if both those statements wasn't made by the two guys who carry the most weight in that franchise right now. So I don't blame him for being like, I want out. Period. They they it's not even the city, it's not even like being wanted, bro. The two guys you got to lean on the most basically said, fuck off. You you pissed down your leg. And we're telling the world that you we're, 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 we're jumping on the bandwagon of like shit on you pretty much. So I can't blame Ben Simmons for wanting out at this point. Now, Philly as a franchise has had a chance to really like corral this shit. But no, they're playing hardball. No, we're going to find you. Y'all know what these two clowns said to Ben. Y'all know what he said. And y'all going to force him back by finding him? It didn't get the audacity to get mad when he shows his ass to practice. Y'all knew y'all couldn't get this man back. You knew you weren't going to be able to make it work. The damage was done. The Titanic had sunk. There's no bringing the Titanic back up. It was over. So why are you trying to sit here and talk about, oh, we're not going to take, you know, 20 cents on the dollar. You had a great trade in place from Portland. McCollum, Rocco, couple of draft picks. I think that's equitable compensation. You know what I mean? But they passed up on that. So it's can, like, go ahead, bro. Can I go? Go ahead, bro. No, 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 no. <laughs> I like where you left off. That's the only bell I'm gonna give Ben Simmons in this situation is with we're Philly. Just ask for too much. Like yeah. they could have got something from the Warriors. They could have made it happen with the Blazers, bro. Mm-hmm. That was fucking bullshit. And at the same time, like you said, they were being spicy. Whatever, whatever. I feel like if that's Ben Simmons' excuse, he's being super sensitive, bro. And For not sure. taking not taking accountability, bro. Because it's not like they hating on you and you didn't do nothing. You've done this. And it's been years of this, bro. You got to shoot. You have to shoot. Even if you can't make it, just attempt to. And then, like... Stephen A. said, you shot 34% from the free throw line. Shaquille O'Neal shot better free throw. Like, bro, so on on one hand, you try and say it like he's a victim. On the other hand, I feel like Doc Rivers and the 76ers and Joel Embiid feel like victims, bro. Like, dog, how many years we got to wait for you to, like, get this shit together, nigga? Mm -hmm. Like, we only have this small window of opportunity while we're still healthy and in our prime and shit. Mm -hmm. And every time we get right here, where are you at, bro? Mm -hmm. Now, here's here's where I'm at. Here's where I'm at. I'm going to defend Ben Simmons for the final time, and I'm going to rest my case because... Trust, I'm not absolving him from none of this bullshit. Again, he he had he is a grown ass man. He can he knows what he's supposed to do. He knows what he needs to do. But we don't talk about the, like obviously, yeah, free throw percentage, absolutely. Shot like shit. Shot one of the worst like points of time we saw as far as like a guy shooting free throws in history. By actually, it might have been the worst definitively in history. Jeez, him not shooting jump shots. We've been knowing this is a problem for forever, but. Even though he was out there fucking up on offense, your boy practically shut down Trey Young. He took away their most potent weapon. You know what I mean? It wasn't like he he totally checked out during that. He was he was going through whatever he was going through mentally on offense at the moment. Pressure got to him, whatever the case was. And 
I I get what you're saying that he needs to grow a set, you know, drop his balls and be a man about it. But again, bro, if you if you're really a team, y'all gotta sit together through the good, bad, and the ugly. You got to. You got to. I feel that and respect that. But I feel mm-hmm. like at the same time, they didn't cross the line. You know what For I mean? Sure. For sure. But I mean, they basically place it in his lap, and that and that and that's the thing, bro. Like, I mean, bro, just listen to what Doc said. Doc, do you think you can win a championship with Ben Simmons as your point guard? I don't know. Uh, you know, I don't know. I, I I don't know the answer to that question right now. Huh? What? No. I I don't I don't care, bruh. Paul George d- did. <laughs> Paul George did this man's daughter dirty, and he didn't even throw Paul George under the bus like that, bro. Like, come on, come on. But you go, you go leave Ben Simmons high and dry like that. I don't know. Saying man. I don't know isn't saying <sighs> hell no. If he said hell no, then we well. would have a conversation. Okay, that was a professional way of saying hell no. No, it wasn't. <laughs> it was a professional way of being on some Popovich type <laughs> shit. Like nigga, I don't know oh, all the. Oh. I don't got all the answers, nigga. That's the, pretty much what he wanted to say. Nah, is I don't got that. all the answers, bro. Now nah, nah, you know nah, you know Popovich would it would it would have one Popovich would have came with a shorter answer. It came with some hilariously funny shit in that moment, but for know. real, oh shit. But bro, nah, man. man, this isn't even the level of thrown under the bus. Matter of fact, speaking of the Spurs, just to reference that they mm-hmm. threw Kawhi under the bus way worse than Ben Simmons without question. They did absolutely. I mean, they 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 did everything short of carrying out a coup d'état against Kawhi Leonard. All I mean, right, then what are we yeah, talking yeah. about? Ben Simmons kind of fragile. I feel like Kawhi at least like. Earned his place to feel salty about getting thrown under the bus. Has Ben Simmons, bro? Nah. I'm not going to say that he has because of the track record leading up to this point. Like I said, a a fraction of me feels sorry for him in that that regard. And that's it. Other than that, like, this dude's, in my opinion, the way he's going about this shit, he's being a big-ass baby about it. Yeah, bro. Like, you know, like, again, bro, you saw what James Harden went through. Be professional, and then my like, bad. You good? Go ahead, bro. You good? You good? It's James Harden. Mm-hmm. MVP conversation for four or five years straight in a row. Mm-hmm. You not that nigga, bro. That's my but only point, man. They did try to trade that guy for that guy. Just saying. Yeah. Just, Just saying. Daryl <laughs> Morey shit, but right. But but they did try to. I mean, again, this it didn't just come down to that moment. This shit's been boiling on both sides of the spectrum because the rumors were rampant when Harden wanted out and Maury was trying to get his ass up to Philly for Ben Simmons. So it's like, damn. It's like I mean, yeah. it's almost it almost goes back to like I, you know, I mean, me, I'm 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 firmly as far as basketball goes, I do not defend Kyrie Irving for nothing at all because of his because of his track record. But I throw him some slight because it's like, are we committed to winning a championship? But you're trying to unload me for Paul George, Jimmy Butler. Like, you you know what I mean? It's like, damn, bro. Like, where, where, where is it? Where is, like, lo- loyalty, bro? Like, that whole loyalty thing comes into play. You know, look at how the Pistons did Andre Drummond it's, or how the Cavs even did him. It's like, damn, bro. I know it's a business, but damn, bro. Is there any loyalty in this shit? That's facts. You know, and and that's my that's my long point about the Ben Simmons piece of it, man. Like he, this dude's clearly struggling, and I've seen situations where guys choke, man, and they clearly like mess up some stuff or blow some shit, man. And like they don't, they don't, they don't throw them under the bus in public at the genesis of the Shaq and Kobe era, bro. Kobe was out there jacking up air balls in the playoffs. Yeah, <laughs> Shaq didn't throw him under the bus to the media, man. He he pulled him onto his side and said, look. It's gonna be all good. Them, I know them shots are gonna go down in the future. But dog, though, that was early. Mm, this I, this is my only I, yeah. argument. It's like, bro. And then too, the strength in my argument of this is like, it's been a while. We've been going with you three, four seasons in a row. Like, are you gonna work on your shot? Is your shot gonna be good this year? Are you coming off of the offseason working on your shot? And then, two, to strengthen what I'm saying, like they had to deal with Markel Fultz, 
not saying it's the exact same identical situation, but mm-hmm. I could see them being hesitant with somebody that's going through something similar. They're not really progressing. So they, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, like you kind of lose patience. No doubt, bro. And like I said, I think that's what's going to hurt them as a franchise in the long run is the lack of patience that they've had with superstars that are still coming into their own. You know what I mean? Maybe it might have been too much too soon for Ben Simmons. We might we might have held him up, but to him, you know, more like one of those he was who we thought he was type of deals. You know what I mean? We might have gave him too much credit too soon. I understand all, you know, the defensive, you know, all NBA defense and all NBA crap and, all, you know, the all-star, you know, nods and all that stuff, bro. But, like, it might have been too much too soon. It literally might have been. That's um, right. You know what I mean? But like I said, both sides are guilty in this whole damn thing. Um, it's just getting messier. Now the latest was uh, you know, he did try to come in and come out for come in for a workout today, but couldn't do to having back tightness. And he flat out just told him he's not mentally ready to play. You know, he is experiencing back tightness. And if all that's true, then cool. I hope we get some good news coming out of this meeting that's due to happen uh on on Friday. And we get some more clarity as to what's going on and what to expect, but they they gotta they gotta do something, bro. Because like it's not looking good on both sides of the spectrum. It's not looking good for Philly season out the gate, man. They don't need this distraction, and he clearly needs to be let the hell loose, man. You know, I just hope they don't send him to um, some franchise. I hope they don't send him to like a Detroit man where dreams go to hope and die. <laughs> but <laughs> you never know. You never yeah, know. for real. So, but nonetheless, man, very spirited argument, man. Gotta love those moments, man. <laughs> but that, that might be the last spirited argument y'all get out of us concerning this Ben Simmons <laughs> shit. We're tired of talking about it. Facts. <laughs> I guess I need them to get a damn trade though, so we can stop talking about it and circle in the wagon on this shit. Um, but last thing I wanted to hit on, man, before we close the show today, man. Um, obviously injuries was a huge no, excuse me, I forgot. Thanks to thanks to a former president, I can't take the word huge, pause. Seriously, uh, Lord, it's always huge, huge. <laughs> a huge thing that uh impacted the season last year uh was injuries. And um obviously, even to the even right now to this day, injuries are still impacting the NBA season. Because we got a lot of guys that ain't quite ready to go yet. And I wanted to touch on a couple of guys, men out who I think are uh, could become Mac players that could really change the landscape of um of what's uh you know what's to be expected as far as the NBA season goes. So I wanted to uh you know talk about a couple guys real fast and obviously the big smoking guns out there, man. What do you think of Jamal Murray's impact on the Nuggets once he comes back? Can he get them back into the championship conversation? That is a tough question, man. <laughs> Just because so much changed, like the Warriors are possibly back. I'm sure we're going to talk about another player over there mm-hmm. coming up. But um, it's a different West Coast now. Like the Lakers are crazy. Like, man, I, th- I feel the same with them in the uh, Jazz, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. And then the Nuggets, too. Like, I mean, this is the Nuggets we're talking about. Wow, I'm kind of blazed. But, um, yeah, <laughs> man, I I don't discount him coming back and being a big-time shooter like he has been mm-hmm. and contributing everything he always contributed to the team. But the only thing I'm, I'm questioning is, will it get them to the same places they've been in the last two seasons? I don't mm-hmm. think so. I got you. I got you, bro. Um, well, Jamal Murray, I mean, obviously, this dude's a dynamo. Um, the only question is, how's he going to look coming back from said injuries? He's going to have the explosiveness there. And I don't know if him, he's going to be enough to get him past, say, a fully healthy Lakers team or one of the teams that we're going to talk about. You know, some of the other teams we're going to talk about here in a second, that's going to clearly be back in the mix. Um, I mean, I got faith in Jamal Murray. I think they're just as dangerous as any of the top, say, five or six teams in the West. I just don't know if he alone is going to be enough to make them, like, to get them, say, to the Western Conference Finals ahead of, like, a Golden State or ahead of a, um, I don't know, Portland, Utah Jazz. So 
we gotta see what we're gonna see what happens with Jamal Murray. Um, next up, um, a, a sleeper in the East, um, a guy we haven't seen a lot of basketball from here late, but I think if he comes back and he's healthy, I think Victor Oladipo man could provide a next level for Miami man, and this could be a team that could possibly shake up the East once they get all their horses. I mean, you're talking Jimmy buckets, Bam out of bio. Um, Kyle Lowry, Victor Oladipo, you got, that's a lot, you know, Tyler Hero, you still got Duncan Robinson. That's a solid, like, six-player core right there, man, that you could do some serious damage with in the East. Um, hey, bro. What's up? Hey, dog, hey. Yeah, you, you forgot me? Udonis Haslam. <laughs> oh, the ageless wonder. <laughs> The man, the man, that, the man that debuted in for two minutes got two technicals. Dog, got text. That shit was amazing, bro. That's fired. Oh, he done his ass. He was on man. the bench though. He's still on the bench. I ain't never seen a guy breaking records, man, for just sitting the damn bench. They're like, what the is this shit gonna <laughs> Why? He didn't need to break catch it. that straight like that, bro. Bring it, bring it, splitters and bring it records. I came with this dude, but nah, I get it, man. You need a veteran man to show them the way and all this stuff. But what I mean, you know, just can't get out there and ball out at this point. That boy simply collecting the check, man. And, you know, just being that being that young blood voice on the bench, man. You know. He should be Say on the coaching staff for real. I think I think he practically is a player coach, bro. Like they messing up drills in practice, he'll be able to get there and show them how it's done, man. But I think um, it, I don't know, man. Yeah, I know there's some value to having those get locker room guys like that. I hope he has that kind of impact on the guy that we really need to see more out of this season than Tyler Hero, because um, I think he could be a major X factor for them. But um, uh, man, Victor Oladipo, bro. I, I think I think if he comes back. And give you know, in a somewhat of his old self, man, he could provide a big punch for that Miami Heat team, bro. I just That's something bad. about them, something about them, man, almost puts them like kind of how they were heading into the bubbles that sleeping giant that's like hanging in the cut. So, but uh, next up on my comeback players list, man, I got uh, I got the claw himself, Kawhi Leonard. Uh, we don't know if he's gonna come back this season per se, but if he does and he is healthy. What does Kawhi do to the Clippers title hopes? Man, I'm I've lost all hope. <laughs> Not saying Kawhi can't be a beast, bro. Mm-hmm. But it's like the if he comes back, is it gonna be the pause low management bullshit? Yeah. And it's like, come on, bro. And then <laughs> Like the hype, the hype was too much surrounding them niggas for it to end like this, and it's mm-hmm. real shaky right now. I don't know. I have no hopes. I have no hopes for them. <laughs> well, I think we're in a lock and step agreement there, bro. Because uh, not only if he comes back, will they be? Is is it just me or is it like every damn season they're losing a major piece or two that's taken away from their ability to compete? You know what I mean, mm-hmm. like. You lose Trez. You you get your ship away Pat Bev for like two goats and a chicken and send him to Siberia, aka Minnesota, to freeze. Like, damn. Like, wh- wh- I don't know, man. I I don't I don't know. And I don't. And again, especially with as low as the West is going to be, I'm kind of like you, bro. I think I think it's a critical failure on their end. They're clearly out of assets at this point, so I don't even think they could even swing a trade that's really going to move the needle for them. So I don't know, man. I uh. Again, I'm sticking to my guns on this. I got them maybe at about a five or six at best is in the West, and even then they could easily land in that playing tournament depending on if he even comes back or not. But I don't think he alone, like you said, especially a company with the low management and a special benefits garbage, I don't know if he's going to be enough, man. Not to mention, like, we saw what it did to Paul George when he was out, and it's like, do we get the same Paul George or do we get the watered-down Diet Coke version of Paul George? For real. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's like I don't I don't know what to expect. I don't I don't know what we're gonna get. I don't know who we're gonna get. So man, but uh next on my comeback list here, man, obviously is the big dog himself, Clay Thompson, sharpshooter, second of the Splash Brothers. If he comes back, 
What does he do for the Warriors? Do they are they a live threat to take out the Lake Show and stop the Lake Show's conquest for the finals, or you think uh, it ain't gonna matter? Hey man, anything can happen, bro. Anything's possible. Because mm-hmm. uh, he could come back and then, like he's Jackie Moon right now, he could switch into a whole different Will Ferrell character. I can't with you, bro. Name Ricky Moon Bobby. Business. I can't. I can't. <laughs> he can turn into Ricky Bobby and then just like keep thinking that he's hurt. Who knows, man? But um, hopefully he comes back healthy. I know they gotta like gradually integrate him into the the mm-hmm. system and all that shit. Mm-hmm. But um, if he comes back and sees any type of success that can get build his confidence, it's a problem. It's gonna be a problem. I mean, I, I think I'm a, I'm with you in agreement there. I think if the if he comes back and he's what he remotely was before, bro, if the Splash Brothers is back with this kind of youth, depth, and experience around them again, the additions of Jordan Poole evolving, bringing back Iggy, Bialitsa coming in, you know, James Wiseman also a part of that comeback group. Like, the Warriors could be a dangerous team in the West, bro, once they get 100% healthy, man. Like, I, they, they, they are... They're scary. They're scary as hell, man. Facts. You know what I mean? So I uh I hope I mean I'm curious to see it, man. Cause again, I, I want I don't want no excuses. I don't want us, you know, sitting here watching a Phoenix Milwaukee and be like, well, they kind of, you know, because so and so got hurt, or you know, they got an easy path, or they're they're greenhorns. They like, you know, I don't want to hear none of that, bro. I want it to be like a battle to the finish. I know there's going to be some injuries, but I don't want to Total league decimation, man, and us missing so many marquee talents. For mm-hmm. real. So, but um, last piece, man, and we're going to call it a wrap on that note. Um, there is a rumor flying around about the um, one of the next big superstars in the league, man, Mr. Zion Williamson. Um, obviously out right now, not playing heavy minutes due to a um, lingering foot issue, but rumor has it, based on when he suffered an injury, Earlier in the summer, the brother has gone over 300 pounds in weight this offseason. And uh, if that's the case, that is not good news for this dude's long-term like health in the league. Like, <clears throat> excuse me. I just, I, man, 300 pounds, bro, on that like frame, bro. He's not Charles Barkley. I know he's like an uber athlete and like dumb athletic, but 300 pounds on that frame, bro. And like being dunking and doing the things that he does, I just don't see that being a good thing for his career long term, bro. Like weight management issues when you when you are not playing or not working out, bro. Like, come on, Zion, you got to be better than that, bro. That's, I mean, that's one side of the story. I also read an article recently that was talking about um, the higher ups at the Pelicans put out the. Mm whole weight issues, all that shit. You know what I mean? It's it's weird. But um, either way it goes, bro, I'm not going to get over, over, you know what I mean? Go, go head over heels over this bullshit because this nigga's a baller on the court. They keep talking about this nigga weight, but bro, what are y'all talking about? He's young as fuck. He can like completely cut, cut up his whole body whenever he feels like. And then two physical specimen, that's for damn sure. So I'm saying, but then two, um, the 300 pound stuff, it also matters how he's carrying it. You know what I mean? Oh, if so he's true. just like <laughs> if he's like uh body fat to muscle and all that shit is getting outrageous, that's a whole different story. But if he's just like a shack 300. Just more mobilized. That's insane. Yeah. It could be a situation where they say we got an army and the fellas are like, we have a Hulk. <laughs> like, man, I'm just saying, man, I'm not going to jump out the window. I I keep hearing this narrative. It's kind of annoying me because <laughs> he's a beast, bro, regardless yeah, of what they saying. Mm-hmm. A beast that will be heading to Manhattan once the opportunity presents itself for him to leave. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> oh, man. They, uh, 
Yeah, I think Zion's days are numbered in New Orleans. It's only just it's just a matter of time. Yeah, but, they need to just they need to just swing a trade with New York and get it over with. You ask me, so we'll see what happens. But um, nonetheless, man, it's gonna be interesting to see how the rest of the season pans out. But y'all, we are gonna get ready to close the show on that note, man. I hope y'all enjoyed the comeback man of the year with us and um, a lot of basketball left to be played. Things are still early, man. A lot of things that we're talking about right now, man, could be a totally different narrative, you know, by the end of the season or even by next week, uh, depending on if Ben Simmons finally gets traded or not. Hopefully we'll be done talking about that. We can talk about wherever he does go to. (laughs) Instead of going in circles. Bro. Like, trade that man, get him out of there, bro. Like, or do pay him to stay away, something. Figure it out. <laughs> like, geez, tired of talking about this shit. Facts. Man, over it. But y'all, we're gonna holler at y'all in the next episode, man. Appreciate y'all tuning in as always. And um, again, continue to stay safe out there. Social distance, man. We are still not out the woods with this COVID mess. And um, y'all be easy out there. We're gonna holler at y'all in the next episode. Sir, peace. Peace.